<laughs> I got her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, honey. How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I, I mean, are you ready for more Bible study? I am ready for Bible study. Yay! So, uh, did you like last week's animated episode? Yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. I did too. I mean, this week, hopefully, we're going to have a little bit more animation oh, <laughs> added yeah? to it. Yeah. Uh, also, maybe the lip sync will be a little bit better. I don't know. I'm trying new settings this time, and hopefully, hopefully it'll work out. Okay. I think it will. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. So, if you're ready to get into this, let's let's hop right in. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, but last time, God was a judgy bitch and fucked <laughs> over e- Egypt and Babylon, or well, uh, Egypt and Judah. Babylon gets. Now Jerry has a has been a drunkard and screaming at prophets for four hundred and twenty years. God, <laughs> God then tells him to write down all of his prophecies, and of course, Jerry he gets that like you know eleven year old kid like oh do I have to? And so like he doesn't really want to spend the time writing all this shit down, right? So. Jerry gets a scribe named Babadook and uh, <laughs> Babadook, t- it, it took months for Babadook to get it written down because Jerry is such a, uh, what do they call it? What, uh, drama queen? Maybe? Yeah. He's just he's, really he's partic- verbose. He, well, I mean, he's just really particular mm-hmm. and I mean, you know, he, he had um, Babadook, uh, Jerry had Babadook rewrite shit all the time. There was a lot. I mean, I don't know if he knew that they had erasers back then, but I think Babadook had to invent them at this point because of how much bullshit Jerry was putting them through. He wrote it in ink. <clears throat> they have erasable ink. Not then. They didn't. <laughs> Babadook freaked out a little bit after reading all of the prophecies that were supposedly going to come true and shit. And um, he had a little bit of a meltdown, kind of like a mental break there for a little bit. God then reassured Babadook through Jerry, uh, saying that he will live no matter what. So he apparently has God's holy shield covering him, Mm -hmm. if you get my drift. I feel like this is something dick-related, but we'll (laughs) just move on. Jerry, of course, was banned from all of the temples, so in order to get God's word read aloud, he had to send Babadook into the temples. That obviously meant that he had to get Babadook drunk first, um, strip him naked, and then send him on his way. Uh, but basically, Babadook went in naked, drunk, and screaming all of the prophecies of God. That's not what happened. For some reason, this piqued the interest of all the priests and Babadook. <laughs> Um, gave over the, the scroll or whatever to the priest, and the priest ended up telling Jehoi about the scroll. Jehoi wanted some like new shitter reme- uh, reading material, and so he said, go on ahead, bring it over. But the problem is, is that Jehoi did not realize what he was in for. Uh, Jehoi got mad at this Jewish fan fiction, so... He had a totally reasonable reaction, taking out like a crocodile Dundee-sized knife 
and like ripping it apart and burning it. And then he wiped his ass with the ashes. That seems like it would be uncomfortable. Maybe. He definitely had like a blackened ass after that. <laughs> God then tells Jerry to write all this shit again, which, you know, that's really Jerry just telling Babadook to hey, write it down again. And um, God ended up adding a prophecy about Jehoi that was basically fuck you and Jerry dictated to Babadook a totally different set of prophecies uh, in, in with the addition of the J-Hoy one, but they were all totally different. They weren't. What? I mean, actually, we don't really know <laughs> because so the other one got burned up. So, I mean, it could be true. Could be true, but it says it's not. What? Mm-hmm. I I disagree with this assessment. Okay, well, we're going to read it here in just a minute. Oh, okay. All right, well, here we go again. <laughs> What's up, heathens? How, How y'all doing? doing? So I uh, hope that you guys like the new setup and everything still. Um, got a lot of positive feedback last time. Um, I think I think that we've got this room set up pretty nice, don't you think, there, hun? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, are you ready for some more Jerry shit? I mean, are you? Well, I mean, I don't know. We kind of covered everything at the beginning. Do we really uh, gotta yes. go? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we have to go over it because it was there were some things that were just straight wrong. What? Yep. Wrong. I took verbatim notes. You didn't. <laughs> you did not. No. Look, J-Hoy definitely wanted new shitter material. So. I don't think that was what it was about. You know how weird that would be? Because, like, he couldn't just sit on the toilet or whatever. They took a shit back then. And, you know, just read the scroll himself. Like, I mean, he was a king. You know he had somebody come in there while he was taking a shit. And, like. You sure. think Trump had somebody to do that for him? I don't even want to think about that. I mean, I'm not even sure if Trump could read, so I think that he would have to have somebody. I mean, he really didn't. I'm not saying he couldn't read. I'm just saying he didn't read. All of the reports about him say that he doesn't read things, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm 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 just going to stick with the idea that Trump can't. Okay. Are you ready to get into the Bible? Yeah. Okay. So today we're going to do Jeremiah chapter 36 and um, kind of in the smack in the middle of this. Well, not smack in the middle, but here towards the early part, we're going to get a few verses of Jeremiah 45 um, about Baruch since it's applicable here. Right? Okay. Okay. So at this point in time, Jeremiah has been prophesying for like 23 years. Okay. And so he has, he's talked a lot. He's done a lot of prophesying. We've read a lot of stuff that he's said. Um, and so at this point in time, God comes to Jeremiah with a request, and that's where we're starting. So are you ready? Oh, my butthole is puckered. Okay. In the fourth year of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, 
This word came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Take a scroll and write on it all the words I have spoken to you concerning Israel, Judah, and all the other nations from the time I began speaking to you in the reign of Josiah until now. Perhaps when the people of Judah hear about every disaster I plan to inflict on them, they will each turn from their wicked ways. Then I will forgive their wickedness and their sin. Which this is interesting because up till now, we've heard a lot of stuff where he said, it doesn't really matter what they do. I'm still going to fuck them up. Right. So um, he's saying here, if they hear everything all together and they give up their wicked ways, then he'll forgive them. So Jeremiah called Baruch. (laughs) Um, He's still Babadook to me. Baruch, son of Neriah. And while Jeremiah dictated all the words the Lord had spoken to him, Baruch wrote them on a scroll. Now, just keep in mind, this process took months, okay? So this wasn't like just a few hours and they were done. It took months. And there's a lot of really shitty shit in here, right? About what God's going to do. And it's frightening and it's upsetting. So Baruch kind of gets weary from all of this, right? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, Jerry's been talking about how God's going to chew all of them up and shit them out on the ground and they're just going to lay there like piles of shit and everything like that. Dogs are going to eat their own feces and stuff. I mean, it's been pretty gruesome stuff, so I can definitely see how he get freaked the fuck out. Well, especially when you're writing down 23 years worth of these prophecies, right? Oh, yeah. So... Oh, uh, wait, not 23? I thought it was 420. No, that was you. 23 is the actual number. Oh, okay. Okay. So when Baruch, son of Neriah, wrote on a scroll the words Jeremiah the prophet dictated in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, Jeremiah said this to Baruch. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says to you, Baruch. You said, woe to me. The Lord has added sorrow to my pain. I am worn out with groaning and find no rest. But the Lord has told me to say to you, This is what the Lord says. I will overthrow what I have built and uproot what I have planted throughout the earth. Should you then seek great things for yourself? Do not seek them. For I will bring disaster on all people, declares the Lord. But wherever you go, I will let you escape with your life. So basically in as kind of as a payment, you know, for writing down all of Jeremiah's prophecies, Mm-hmm. Baruch is going to, his life will be spared. God will protect Baruch. Okay. Okay. And so now he's kind of encouraged uh, by God's assurances that he's not going to suffer the fate of all of the disasters and calamities that God is going to bring on the Israeli people or Israelite people. Okay. Okay. Then Jeremiah told Baruch, I am restricted. I am not allowed to go to the Lord's temple, probably because of the last time when he got naked, drunk, and started screaming at everybody there. Hey, I thought that was me. (laughs) So you go to the house of the Lord on the day of fasting and read to the people from the scroll the words of the Lord that you wrote as I dictated. Read them to all the people of Judah who come in from their towns. Perhaps they will bring their petition before the Lord and will each turn from their wicked ways for the anger and wrath pronounced against this people by the Lord are great. Now, Baruch wasn't drunk and he wasn't naked. 
<clears throat> he was just normal. As far as you know. Uh-huh. I mean, I guess I probably shouldn't say that he wasn't, but we weren't told that he was. I mean, people got naked at that time. It just seems very reasonable to think that Does he had to be drunk and naked. Does it? I mean, it, to me, yeah. Well, it would to you. What does that mean? It Drunk and naked things, John. I mean, what do you think it means? <laughs> <laughs> so, Baruch, son of Neriah, did everything Jeremiah the prophet told him to do. At the Lord's temple, he read the words of the Lord from the scroll. In the ninth month of the fifth year of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, a time of fasting before the Lord was proclaimed for all the people in Jerusalem and those who had come from the towns of Judah, from the room of Jemariah, son of Shapham, the secretary, was in the upper courtyard at the entrance of the new gate of the temple. Baruch read to all the people at the Lord's temple the words of Jeremiah from the scroll. When Micaiah, son of Jemariah, the son of Shapham, Shaphan, heard the words of the Lord from the scroll, he went down to the secretary's room in the royal palace where all the officials were sitting. Elishama, the secretary, Deliah, 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 son of Shemaiah, Elnathan, son of Akbor, Jemariah, son of Shapham, Shaphan, <laughs> Zedekiah, son of Hananiah, and all the other officials. After Micaiah told him everything he had heard Baruch read to the people from the scroll, all the officials sent Jehudi, son of... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That is what it is. Jehudi. Jehudi, son of Nethaniah, the son of Shelemiah, the son of Cushi, to say to Baruch. Cushi? Cushi. Jehudi and Cushi. Yep. Got it. Bring the scroll from which you have read to the people and come. So Baruch, son of Neriah, went to them with the scroll in his hand, they said to them, they said to him, sit down, please, and read it to us. So Baruch read it to them. Like, where else would he have it other than his hand? I'm just, I, I don't know where else he would carry Like, I don't well, know. Maybe uh, he had a messenger bag. Pariah came in here with um, a scroll up his ass, and we're going to read it. <laughs> you would think that. <laughs> When they heard all these words, they looked at each other. You know, I have to wonder, how long did it take him to read all of that to them? Because if it took months to dictate, mm -hmm. like, and it was 23 years worth of prophecy, I wonder how long it took him to read it to them. You know, it had to have taken months Wild. at least. Well, I don't think it would have taken months to read it, but it seems like it would have taken some a good a good bit of time. I mean, I don't know how fast they wrote. Like, it was probably like three letters a day or something. Not wrote, read. No, no, no. I'm talking about in like reading it in comparison with how long it took to write. Oh. Like, if it if they wrote like three letters a day, then they were like calling it quits. Then, yeah, it would take months. But, I mean, so far what we've read out of Jerry, I really don't think that it would take months take to write months it. Of, yeah. Unless they were going like really, really slow. No idea. So, when they heard all these words, they looked at each other in fear and said to Baruch, we must report all these words to the king. 
They then asked Baruch, tell us, how did you come to write all this? Did Jeremiah dictate it? Yes, Baruch replied. He dictated all these words to me and I wrote them in ink on the scroll. Then the officials said to Baruch, you and Jeremiah go and hide. Don't let anyone know where you are. After they put the scroll in the room of Elishima, the secretary, they went to the king in the courtyard and reported everything to him. The king sent Jehudi to get the scroll, and Jehudi brought it from the room of Elishama, the secretary, and read it to the king and all the officials standing beside him. It was the ninth month, and the king was sitting in the winter apartment with a fire burning in the fire pot in front of him. Whenever Jehudi had read three or four columns of the scroll, the king cut them off with the scribe's knife and threw them into the fire pot until the entire scroll was burned in the fire. The king and all his attendants who heard all these words showed no fear, nor did they tear their clothes. Even though Elnathan, d- <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I gotta laugh at that because it's like it's like they're trying to, like Elnathan. It's like it's like when somebody calls me Jonathan. It's like somebody was named Elmer, but they wanted to seem like you know sophisticated. So it's like Elnathan. Elnathan. <laughs> that's, that's what it says. Elnathan. Uh, Delia. I don't know how to say this. D E L A I A H. When there's a lot of vowels together, that's hard to pronounce. And Jemariah urged the king not to burn the scroll. He would not listen to them. Instead, the king j- demanded Jeremiel son of the king, Sariah, son of Azrael, and Shelemiah, son of Abdeel, to arrest Baruch, the scribe, and Jeremiah the prophet, but the Lord had hidden them. Like, do you think it's like Harry Potter, the cloak of invisibility hidden, or? No, I mean, they told him to go hide. So, like, they were just hiding somewhere. I mean, the Lord had hidden them. I would expect a little bit more than just, hey, hey. Go play hide and seek and just don't come out. <laughs> well, I mean, the so the officials had already told them, go and hide. So they went and hid. And now it says the Lord hid them. Well, yeah, but to say the Lord hid them, I would think that there would be something magical about it. But it's just like, oh, the priest said go and hide. So we're playing hide and seek until Well, I never. mean, they tend to ascribe magical things to a lot of things. So it could have been. He could have put him in his invisibility cloak. Yeah. You think anytime they got diarrhea, they were like, the Lord has cursed me. Oh. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> After the king burned the scroll containing the words that Baruch had written at Jeremiah's dictation, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Take another scroll and write on it all of the words that were on the first scroll, which Jehoiakim, king of Judah, burned up. Also tell Jehoiakim, king of Judah, that this is what the Lord says. You burnt that scroll and said, Why did you write on it that the king of Babylon would certainly come and destroy this land and wipe from it both man and beast? Therefore, this is what the Lord says about Jehoiakim, king of Judah. He will have no one to sit on the throne of David. His body will be thrown out and exposed to the heat by day and the frost by night. I will punish him and his children and his attendants for their wickedness. I will bring on them and those living in Jerusalem and the people of Judah every disaster I pronounced against them because they have not listened. 
So Jeremiah took another scroll and gave it to the scribe Baruch, son of Neriah. And Jeremiah dictated. Baruch wrote on it all the words of the scroll that that Jehoiakim, king of Judah, had burned in the fire. And many similar words were added to them. (laughs) Because you can't do it the same twice. You know, this seems to remind me of something that happened somewhat relatively recently. Joseph Smith and his golden plates. Oh, I guess recently is relative because that's what I, that's what it reminded me of too. Um, but it wasn't really recent. I mean, I guess comparatively it was recent. Well, yes, I did say relatively. Okay. Recently. Uh, because in the story of Joseph Smith, you know, um, he wrote like the translation down once or he dictated to somebody the translation once because he couldn't fucking read. He's ignorant. Um, and so then that guy took the manuscript to his wife, to which his wife then was like, fuck this shit, and ripped it up, destroyed it. And so Joseph Smith had to reproduce it. Problem mm-hmm. was, was that Joseph Smith reproduced a completely different translation, but apparently the plates changed the words. And so that's why they were um, different. Oh, also, Joseph Smith was the only one that could look through the hat and the seer stones in order to see the translation. So only he would know that they changed. Yeah, accurate. Yeah, it sounds a lot like Moses when he went up to the mountain mm-hmm. and he got the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. So, like, listen, everybody, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to talk to God. None of y'all come up there. Also, there's going to be cloud cover the entire time. <laughs> y'all can't see God. But I'm talking to him. Y'all just trust me about this. <laughs> there seems to be a lot of shady shit going on in Christianity. Well, yeah. And then when he comes back down with the Ten Commandments, they're worshiping a golden calf. And so he destroys them and then goes back up and gets them again. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this has happened before. Oh, yeah. Something similar. So that's all for this podcast oh really yes next week we are starting the book of daniel oh fuck me yes Mm -hmm. which is going to be really interesting um daniel is a captive um that is his and his services are requested by the king of babylon nebuchadnezzar um and nebuchadnezzar does the interesting thing you know how um God takes Jacob in the desert and renames him Israel. Well, so Nebuchadnezzar is going to take these captives that he has selected and rename them. So we're going to learn about that. We're going to learn about what Daniel does in protest as an act of faith, right? And and Daniel is extraordinarily blessed by God, unusually so, right? So we're going to talk about that. Um, and <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar is going to have a dream. And we're going to talk a little bit about that, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and Daniel's going to pray about it, and God's going to interpret and reveal things. Um, so we're going to start Daniel next time, and I'm really excited about it. Oh, yeah, I am too. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the the juicy bits uh, about Jesus uh, come in about chapter 9 and then I think probably later on in Daniel. I'm not I can't remember how many chapters are in Daniel. I don't recall, but we're just I think next week is just like maybe one and two. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying is yeah. that we're not going to get into the juicy Jesus parts next. Not yet. No. 
Uh, but we will eventually since we're heading into Daniel. Well, the and then the week after, we're going to go back into uh, Kings and Jeremiah. Oh, so fuck. remember, we're doing this chronologically. So just because we're going into the book of Daniel, we're not going to read the whole book of Daniel. You know, I feel like Jerry is just a broken record at this point. <laughs> but Jerry do- has been a broken record for 23 years. <laughs> or what feels like 420 at this point. <laughs> Damn. All right. So if you guys want to start uh, the first uh, couple chapters of Daniel, then tune in next week. We'll figure out who this Daniel fuck is and uh, why apparently he's pissed off Nebuchadnezzar. Nebby balls. What? Yep. Uh, We'll figure, figure that out next week. And I guess we will see you heathens later. Don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Bye, heathens. Bye, y'all.